Hello. My name is Melina Vega de Ceniga, and this is an Ask Away podcast. Welcome back. This is the next question in our series of doubts about the dual pathway with our experts, Professor Sebastian Debus and Rupert Bowersacks. Hi, Sebastian. Good to see Hi. you and talk again. And today's question is one of the most recurrently asked. There are always doubts about how to implement dual pathway immediately after an endovascular therapy, when to prescribe double antiplatelet treatment or directly dual pathway with or without clopidogrel or double antiplatelet first and later switch to dual pathway. Please clarify this for our listeners. Yeah, well, I think, first of all, the good message is that the combination of rivaroxaban with aspirin brings a benefit for endovascular patients. So this treatment group shows accruing overall benefits over time. So the message, treat those patients in general if there are no contraindications with this drug combination. However, those patients being on clopidogrel do also have an increased risk of bleeding. And this risk is higher than in the overall group. So this highly suggests, and this was pointed out by Will Hyatt's last paper he wrote, that the addition of clopidogrel actually doesn't add to a higher patency and less amount or incidence of acute ischemic events. However, the main issue of clopidogrel was the increase of bleeding which was increased, especially in the early three months after initiation of treatment, so after the intervention. So his suggestion was, if we think we need the addition of clopidogrel to aspirin and Riva, or just aspirin, just do it as short as possible. And our suggestion was, don't exceed it longer than 30 days after treatment. Yeah, and I think that's very important because we saw that analysis. And as you said, if we go beyond the 30 days, the risk of bleeding really increases with clopidogrel. So if you go up to three months or six months, the risk of bleeding really gets much higher. And if you do the statistics and if you analyze Voyager and we have a large database, half of the patients had clopidogrel, you can see that the efficacy was exactly the same. The benefit was exactly the same for rivaroxaban, whether the patients were on clopidogrel or not on clopidogrel. And for the bleeding also, it did not make a difference. So rivaroxaban was as safe and as effective whether the patient was on clopidogrel or not. But as you just mentioned, after 30 days, the risk of bleeding really got higher. And it's mm -hmm. interesting because you mentioned Will. This was something that was always on his agenda. He yeah. planned the CAMPA trial. The CAMPA trial really was a trial looking at clopidogrel plus aspirin versus aspirin alone after endovascular treatment. Wonderful trial, but it did not recruit enough patients, unfortunately. We need that trial. Why did it not include enough patients? Because half of the center said, well, it's unethical to not use clopidogrel on everybody. And the other center said, well, it's unethical to use clopidogrel. So we do not have any data that clopidogrel is effective or safe in that respect for endovascular treatment. Would those recommendations change according to a territory where the endovascular treatment has been done, iliac, femoropopliteal, or tibial? Would they change if it was only a PTA or if a stent was implanted? 
that's clear anyway. I think that most centers would not use clopidogrel anyway in iliac stenting because the flow is so high, so it would not be necessary anyway. And if you have a long stent in the superficial femoral artery, or even if you have a, something like a stent graft, Viavan or something, people are very prone to use clopidogrel in these patients. Without data, some of the SMPCs of those devices, they recommend clopidogrel for a certain time, of course, but we don't really have data on that, but that's yeah. what people do. Mm-hmm. And it's working. I mean, in mm-hmm. Voyager, it was still safe and effective, but it, it should be limited, mm-hmm. time limited. Yeah. yeah. Sebastian, Rupert, thank you both so much for your time. Thank you very much, Melina. Thank you. I hope to see you again very soon. Look out for more Q&A podcasts of the Dual Pathway Strategy. By the way, don't forget you can write to us suggesting more topics and asking us to solve your clinical doubts in ejvesvf at elsevier.com. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.